Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A new office to help families. I'm Kate Ryan. This weekend's calls to crisis lifeline counselors only requires dialing 988. I'm Christy King. Wall Street begins on a down note. Closing bell Tuesday. The Dow was off 193. The Nasdaq dropped 108. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Video released by local media in Texas shows more than an hour of inaction by law enforcement in Uvalde as a gunman killed 19 children and two teachers. The video is disturbing. It contains gunfire, but it has been edited to remove the sounds of children screaming. CBS's Matt Piper. Surveillance video obtained by the Austin American statesman shows the gunman armed with an AR-15 style weapon entering Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. He walks down a hallway and with a young boy appearing just around the corner opens fire into a classroom for two and a half minutes moments later the first police officers enter the school they approach the classroom but do not enter and when more gunfire is heard they retreat the january 6th investigating committee is blaming former president trump for the insurrection it showed testimony from former white house counsel pat cipollone about a late night meeting at the white house cbs's scott mcfarland they focused on an extraordinary marathon december 18th meeting in the white house in which cipollone battled with the president's outside advisors including controversial attorney sydney Powell, who presented a draft executive order calling for the military to round up voting machines in search of fraud. Can the federal government seize voting machines? It's a terrible idea for the country. What they were proposing I thought was nuts. The CDC says subvariants of the coronavirus are spreading rapidly. CBS's Alex Tin. With the BA5 variant now dominant in the U.S. and driving a renewed surge of COVID hospitalizations, federal health officials say they are now redoubling their calls for Americans over the age of 50 to get second boosted. President Biden will end in Israel later this morning on a three-day visit, then on to Saudi Arabia. On the agenda in both countries, Iran's quickly developing nuclear program. Gas prices have dropped again. AAA says the average national price for a gallon of regular is down from 465 yesterday to 463 today. The majestic sequoias in Yosemite National Park have been spared. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Firefighters from day one were very focused on those giant sequoias, these iconic trees, the world's largest trees here in the park. And they tell us that it appears these massive flames, the worst of the fire, appears to be moving away from the trees. 
Twitter wants a trial in September to force Elon Musk to go ahead with his purchase offer. CNET's Ian Shore. Elon Musk argues that Twitter hasn't handed over enough data how many of the service's users are actually fake. While Twitter says that it's actually been publishing this data regularly and that his argument essentially doesn't stand up. This is CBS News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. To address government mandates, federal IT leaders are making zero trust a priority. You can count on Palo Alto Networks, the leader in global cybersecurity, to guide your agency's zero trust mission. We've helped hundreds of federal departments, bureaus, and offices accelerate their journey to zero trust with innovative technology and tested expertise. Ready to get started? Evaluate your zero trust progress. Visit paloaltonetworks.com slash zero trust slash assessment to learn more. WTOP at 4.03. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome in July 13th, 2022. Partly cloudy, hot, less humid though today. Isolated afternoon thunderstorm possible. The high of 93, 72. You're waking up to in our nation's capital now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Wednesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do head into this day together. We begin in Olney in Montgomery County which was one of the places particularly hard hit by Tuesday's big storms, which toppled trees, damaged homes, and knocked out power. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein estimates 20 to 30 homes suffered damage in the area of Olney. Tim Pross, who lives in Olney, says the storm moved swiftly and seemed to pack powerful downward winds. It came through pretty rapidly, just heavy rains, but then it looked as if there was a downburst that happened. Pross says the storm left extensive damage in his neighborhood. There are multiple trees down. Our, our neighbor across the street had one come down through their skylight. Fire Chief Goldstein says the Red Cross assisted families displaced when the storm caused significant damage to their homes. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. And this Wednesday morning, there are still tens of thousands of people in the WTOP listing area without power following Tuesday's major storms at last check in Maryland. Pepco has more than 2,000 homes and businesses without juice in Montgomery County. Another 16,000 out in Prince George's County. VGE says they have 10,000 of their customers out in Prince George's. 31,000 homes and businesses in Baltimore are said to be in the dark this morning. In Carroll County, another 13,000 VGE customers have no power. And a heads up, the University of Maryland is also apparently this overnight early morning experiencing widespread power outages. To that end, the school is using backup generators right now and is expected to make a formal decision about the status of campus operations next hour. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP. You just keep your dial right where it is. We'll let you know when we know. In the meantime, in Northern Virginia, Dominion Energy reporting about 2,000 homes and businesses with no juice in Fairfax County this morning. And uh, between Loudoun, Stafford, Spotsylvania, and Fauquier counties, more than 3,000 additional customers are said to be in the dark. We'll keep you updated on the restoration process as we go out through the morning uh, here on WTOP. In other news, three teens are said to have been arrested now for armed robberies of at least four people locally in Montgomery County. And police this morning think they could be connected even more. Complaints started pouring into the Montgomery County Police Department last Sunday afternoon. Two pedestrians robbed at gunpoint on Thayer Avenue. Then a
a third robbery on Fenton Street. Minutes later, a fourth armed robbery complained in the area of Silver Spring Avenue and Grove Street. Police caught up with the suspects, white Honda HRV near Eastern Avenue. They say the suspects tried to flee but instead crashed. 19-year-old Dion Dickey of D.C., 18-year-old Michael Miller, and 16-year-old Diego Ramos of Silver Spring are facing charges. The car itself was linked to an armed carjacking in July, for which Dickey will face additional charges. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. D.C. is pushing ahead with a plan to let you renew your driver's license, even if you have unpaid traffic fines. Some council members say they worry it could make the city's roads more dangerous, as drivers who have repeatedly been ticketed for running red lights or going really fast should not be able to get a new license without paying their fines first. But other lawmakers on the panel say keeping a person from having any current driver's license is a severe economic punishment, which tends to affect low-income black people who live in neighborhoods with many traffic cameras. In the end, the D.C. Council passed the bill introduced by... Councilmember Kenyon McDuffie to block the city from stopping anyone from renewing a license because of unpaid fines and now has to go to the mayor's desk for signature. WTOP at 407. Good morning. Here's Jonathan Edge, a director at KPMG, on the discussion Modern Government Mission Digital Transformation, sponsored by KPMG. Technology has changed dramatically. CIOs have had to adjust their approach based on those changes. How are they going